this NFL week eight recap and Monday night football props edition of the sports gambling podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a one thousand dollar risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to five hundred dollars in bonus cash. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. Your home for all, all of our free picks and podcasts. This is Brian Bosworth, aka the Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out, Boz out. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in pits, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Hello friends. You'll notice I said partner in pits because Ryan is what rocking a full on avocado costume. Thank you. I, you know, I'll bring it back to me. I just wanted to thank um, the gambling gods this week. I wanted to thank uh, me switching back to a a mostly vegetarian diet. I'd like to thank us switching the episode name uh, back to the picks show instead of the prediction (laughs) show. Uh, There, there's a lot to thank here uh, for our monumental effort. There, of course, there's no I in team, Sean. No. So I won't bring up that I went two and zero in my locks to carry us to a three and one. No song coming this week, moment. But smashed on our dogs. Smashed on our dogs. Both hit our dogs. We went three for four with the locks and uh, my tees. Two legs down, one leg left to go. Minnesota plus eight, Tennessee plus seven. Hit Carol the Panthers money line, and of course, that's why you guys got to tune into the pregame show. Gave out a fifteen to one money line dog parlay. Pittsburgh dog, Panthers dog, and of course the Tennessee Titans dog plus fifteen hundred. You're welcome, America. Uh, what a day of gambling. The Eagles dominated. Everything went great except. Uh, the Cowboys uh, won that game, which was a very, very ugly oh, game. What a horrible way to end the day! What a horrible way to end the game! And uh, we're we're doing it live here on Sunday night. If you're if you're not watching it on YouTube, you should be, so you can check out uh, Kramer's sweet avocado uh, costume. It's half of an avocado. Of an avocado. There was some debate if I should bring the other half for you to wear. Sean. <laughs> I, d- I decided to save I was, you. The- I was considering a last-second costume of dressing up as Ryan, but then I didn't want to have to wear some well, bullshit dress- giant stuff. <laughs> and I already went on a run, and then I you would be like, "Oh, you got all my sweat and your my sweet ass Danny Dimes jersey, bro." This um, is true. 
So I, I, and I wanted to rock. I got my Eagles salute to service. It was time. It was time to really go in the trenches today. The Eagles did that what so much kicking, so much to get to. And of course we are brought to you by win bet. Oh, oh, oh. bet big win bigger over at win bet. Ryan, I, I, I got to check my email because I'm assuming WinBet is going to cancel the sponsorship. Uh-oh. Too many winners. Uh-oh. Oh man. And that's not even all the winners we gave out. Plus the risk free $1,000 bet. Uh, also sweet match uh, offer up to 1500 bucks. And of course, new users bet $1 and win a hundred on any sport. Very easy. MLP World Series, the National Football League. Very good weekend in college as well. Daw- hit the lock and the bonus lock. It is lock of Palooza here at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Make sure you download that win betting app. You don't have to go to Las Vegas. Las Vegas can come to you with the win bets. W-I-N-N-B-E-T.com. Let's fucking go. All right, where to start? Winners. Winners. Well, let's we'll start recapping the game. We'll start with the Sunday night. I always feel like it's nice to get that up top. Viking 16, Dallas 20. I mean, prime time. <laughs> Kirk, what the fuck? You like that? Cooper Rush? Like Cooper Rush. He looks like a yeah. He looks like Carson Wentz, like before he hit puberty. He's just a little heavier. He's got like a sunburned nose. He's he's just clearly he's the runt of the uh, of the ginger NFL quarterbacks. How he came into Minnesota and won that game. Minnesota just like didn't want to win the game. I, I don't know how to explain it. The the play calling was so conservative. They got like some fortuitous penalties, some fortuitous turnovers. Almost I mean, makes you wonder. I feel bad if you're. Uh, if you're a Vikings fan and, and shout out to Kyle P. I know he's a massive Vikings fan. Mm. I feel for him because you have Kirk Cousins and Mike Zimmer. And then those two people are like the, the that combination, you're just stuck in this, you know, it's not heaven, it's not hell. You're just right in the middle there. And Mike Zimmer, he's too good of a coach to get fired, but he's also too bad of a coach to really make a run in the playoffs. Oh God! We've it's got to fa- be so frustrating to be a cow or to be a Vikings fan. We factored it into the pre bye week handicap, but perhaps Zimmer was off doing Zimmer things. We said there was some uh, <laughs> some meat to be hunted, to, some meat to be bagged in in the bye week. Perhaps he had his mind elsewhere, Sean. Yeah, just horrible. That man fucks. Horrible game plan. Horrible top to bottom. They did not look good, and it was uh, it was just brutal. And, and Dallas. As much as I wanted to pick Dallas just to throw the stink on them, I, I didn't have a lot of stink to go around. Dallas undefeated against the spread. Are you kidding me? It's week eight. It's it's really insane, right? This isn't good for the brand. No, it's not. I'm. Uh, this would be like 32 <laughs> first half overs in March Madness. It is. It is just as a bad run there. Will we change our strategy about picking against the Cowboys every week? I, we, we'll have a discussion on the uh, on the NFL. Get picks the fuck podcast. out of here. I also think, and I know there was uh, some violent reactions to the point spread song. 
But Ryan, I mean, we did play the point spread song on the NFL Pick Show. We had a great weekend picks wise. I feel like the point spread song is going to make. <laughs> just so you're well aware, guys, you will be hearing that song. We won't be singing it. We'll let the artist uh, sing it herself. I feel like it's something we bring in uh, when we need some musing during a game, maybe a troubling <laughs> moment, something we're torn on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what are you going to do? The Vikings and Kirk Cousins did it again. Wow. And I mean, it was just and so the, bad. We got such g- the good side of this number, too. Yeah. Like, I ooh. mean, we picked it at Minnesota <laughs> plus two. I would it close at six. It was up to like four and a half. Once it, once Dak was officially out, like if you were waiting your last minute to put your bet in, and six by the and way, a half points of CLV, Ryan. Shove that CLV up your ass. That's no match for Kirk Cousins in prime time. Could Kellen Mond be that one step closer <laughs> to joining the rook, the rookie quarterback rankings? Which oh, maybe yeah. that's what we go to right now. Well, I you want to do it? Let's uh, go. Let's go. I mean, why not? Let's let's get it out of the way after Sunday night football. Uh, I mean, we we announced. I, I put it on a Twitter. The Mike White's uh, file filed <laughs> for an exemption. He will be allowed on the rookie quarterback rankings. And uh, why not? Let's debut him. Number number one. Number two. Number two after Mac Jones. Right. Yeah. It has to be Mac Jones. He although Mike White pretty awesome. Mike White. We'll get to that later, but pretty awesome. He'll he'll be number two. And then Oof. oh man. After that, I guess you just go. Zach Wilson's actually lost his spot to Mike White. <laughs> it's like musical chairs. He doesn't get to be in the rankings anymore. All right, that's fair. I, I guess after that you go Trevor Lawrence and then Justin Fields. Justin Fields had the like the, the Justin Fields game and they still lost by 10, 11 uh, and and, re- and he missed some open throws but he also had some really like magical runs. So so maybe uh, you know what Matt Nagy wasn't there. Had something to I'm do. I'm put with. I'm putting Justin Fields number 2 after so it goes Mike White even though he's not a rookie. Uh then it goes No, I'm going Mac Jones then oh, yeah, Mike Mac White. Oh yeah, Mac Jones. Mac Jones, Mike White, Justin Fields is 3. I think I'm putting Trevor Lawrence behind him. Trevor Lawrence looked. I, I I get it. He doesn't have much going on. He has a nice throwing motion and nice hair. Other than that, I I'm I'm really stretching. Davis Mills again. He was who he thought he he was. I mean, how many of these guys are playing in the NFL in two years? I, I don't think too many of them. Kellen Mond still got to be middle of the pack. Trey Lance. Trey Lance dropping further as Jimmy Garoppolo shows his <laughs> running acumen in the game today. Uh, oh, what a game! That the was. rookies have just not. I mean, it's like a whole rookie class of Josh Rosen's basically. Well, and then again, I mean, it's just awesome for my uh, Mac Jones uh, rookie of the year. I mean, this yeah. is the type of game the media will be will remember. Like, oh yeah, he went in and beat the Chargers in L.A. Yeah. Even though he didn't play his best game, it was really just yeah. about the defense making plays. He's certainly the, the only one that can take it from Chase at this point. I, I mean, I I think he's hit. I w- look up uh, look up the updated odds because I would still think he's the odds on favorite. Up. And if if Chase is ahead of him, that's crazy because you know they're going to give it to a quarterback, and you know Belichick is going to weasel his way into the playoffs. If you're a quarterback that's a rookie and you get your team into the playoffs, it's a fucking lie. Yes. Packers 24, Cardinals 21. You are on the pack, Ryan. Yes. Winning outright. I got a little cute here uh, yes. with the cards. And it was cl- clearly a get up spot for A Rod. Aaron Rodgers, who apparently was growing out his uh, hair for his Halloween costume, finally debuted that. This was a this was an exciting uh, primetime game. Nice, nice back and forth game. I, I mean, 
Cardinals is you could kind of see this coming a letdown spot. They were due for kind of a shitty game. They were due for a loss. And uh, I I still think they're a solid team. It'll be interesting to see no JJ Watt because their defense was really good, and I didn't expect a ton from him, but their defense was playing well. I, I mean, I I think this was a, a preparedness game. I think we're seeing the cracks of the Kingsbury uh, armor. Maybe he's slowly and, unraveling. And I think when you have you know the disparity was big enough, and you know I think the bigger sell here is maybe you should tune into the Sims Thursday. Oh yeah, because we did predict in the Sim a three point victory for the Packers with the number going under the total. So uh, we'll be doing that again. Stay yeah. tuned. So yeah, plan on like four 30 West coast time uh, Thursdays or, you know, whatever we get, to you're going to want to smash that subscribe button on the YouTube and hit that, uh, hit that bell. Because I, when I listen to people try to explain <laughs> what the bell is, it's what? a notification. Oh, okay. we're all grownups. We we manage notifications. We manage our own inboxes, our phones, whatever. Mm. And I hear these grown ass people trying to talk to you, like, "Hey, I'm a, I'm a viewer of your YouTube channel. First of all, don't talk to me like I'm a child. Second of all, you can say, "Hey, turn notifications on." You don't have to be like, "Okay, let's look next to that subscribe button for that bell." You want to push it because otherwise, YouTube, it's so silly. It won't tell you when I'm, we're gonna come. Lo- Fucking subscribe. It's really funny watching Ryan get so aggro in an avocado costume. It's a, it's a nice it's a nice combination we got going there. YouTube chat is is lighting up. Uh, we got a we got a bunch of questions, uh, some comments here. Ryan, uh, he's already looking ahead, has a teaser in mind. Cards minus two and a half. Chargers minus two and a half. Week nine locks. Put them in. Oh wow! Already already locking them up. Uh, cards laying two and a half and Chargers. Chargers will be playing the Eagles, so I don't know about that. Uh, hmm. I like it. You like it? I mean, just based on the results of this week. Oh, okay, fading it. You know how it works, Sean. Trevor Simeon uh, was the most impressive backup quarterback uh, win in my opinion. Bruin dude to twelve, and uh, we'll get to that one as well. Simeon came in, of course, relief for Jameis Winston. Appears like Jameis Winston uh, blew out his ACL, although he was dancing in the locker room off his crutches. Fucking love that man. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter at Gambling Podcast. The video is pretty awesome. Bills twenty six, Miami eleven. This really was the difference between us singing or not. This Buffalo late cover. God bless you, Josh Allen. Kramer, we're both on the Bills here. Ugly grinded out game. Uh, Bills kind of sleepwalking. It felt like for most of the game. God, what an annoying game! What an annoying game. To What's watch. annoying about I mean, it they, until the end? Yeah, and Josh Allen. They were kind of like running out the clock, but they're at the Dolphins ten. Allen kept it on a keeper and just basically had to run it into the end zone and uh, got the cover. That was pretty sweet. Ah, oh, beautiful. I mean, we're watching the game. It's the like, oh, okay, well they got it in. Now we just need that two a pick six. We 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 know two is capable and boom he throws it and it's like holy shit and then of course Devonte Parker my beloved Devonte Parker the guy who like just criminally undervalued hustle play <laughs> makes the tackle uh, Bill still take care of business I couldn't believe it I mean I, I talk about ones that the you know you you never remember the ones that 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 you got helped out at at the buzzer but holy crap. Imagine being a Dolphins backer today. Imagine being a Dolphins fan mm. because now, I mean, the Eagles in a weird way, if they would have lost to the Lions, it wouldn't have been the worst result because then they would be they 
the I, I think the tiebreaker for the first pick overall would actually go to Miami. So Miami would have the first pick overall, but as you know, the Eagles have Miami's pick. Yeah. Um, so Miami lost. That's great for the Eagles pick and uh, just great for my hate on uh, Tua. Oh man, poor Tua. Every Dolphins fan must feel like Jim Carrey when he realized that Einhorn was a man. <laughs> Very surprising. Uh, there, there, and I see some of the tweets. The Dolphins fans are still pretty in denial. A lot of things they they're looking to blame. I, I get it. I've I'm going to say it. I've been in loser denial. I I had uh, some years there with Carson Wentz. You don't realize you're you have a loser quarterback. Everyone else realizes it before you do. You're too close to the situation, Dolphins fans. And when you get a real quarterback. And you continue to have a frisky turnover pro, you know, turnover creating defense and some uh, interesting skill players. We can come back. We can we can get back on the same. It's not personal, Dolphins fans. Yeah, it's it, not. I swear. He's got the same, uh, de- you know, whatever limitations the Justin Fields mental processor has. I think Tua has the same thing. <laughs> Panthers nineteen, Falcons thirteen. Super super ugly game. This was actually uh, one of the close your eyes specials. Of course, close your eyes specials. As you tweeted out, Ryan six and one against the spread. That is uh, it's our old school. It's I think it was like our first betting uh, commandment is when the team underperforms the spread by 21 points and is getting points the following week. It's especially good at home. Although road teams have just been dominating uh, ATS. It's uh it's been pretty crazy, but this was just a really, really ugly game. Atlanta did not want to win this game at all. Neither did Carolina. And Sam Darnold almost got decapitated. Uh very just ugly back and forth here. Yeah, and, and I probably should have included this in the tweet, but it's also five and two straight up. So and these are all dogs. Yes. So in you know, oh. the close your eyes special is getting to the window uh one way or another. Look. Uh, we told you. Uh, I've said now two weeks in a row. Miami proved me wrong, but Atlanta shouldn't be laying points against anyone. But man, how did th- this Panthers team? Th- it kind of highlights it how bad Atlanta is. This Panthers team still trash. really bad. And Sam Darnold, like that, like this Panthers team is in the market for a quarterback this off season, yeah. or uh, even this this regular season. This this Panthers. T- I mean, they're in the wild card race as we speak. I believe they are in the playoffs yeah. today. Uh, the defense, Gilmore back, that's got to help. But man, he had, he, had a, he had a clutch interception. They're getting. It sounds like Christian McCaffrey will be back next week. Imagine this. Imagine you get Christian McCaffrey back. And Deshaun Watson in the same week, that could be really insane. And this Panthers team seems like they're pretty all in. It still seems like uh, Carolina, Miami, most likely destinations right now. Yeah, uh, crazy, crazy. Eagles forty-four, Detroit Lions six. Oh, this was. I, I mentioned Boston Scott in the uh, pregame show when we were talking a little DFS. You did. I I kind of got and you tried to talk me out of my. I, I did. My gut. Uh, Jordan Howard had two uh, touchdowns. In fairness, I I did bring up Howard's name, I believe, but they yeah. both got two. T- they both had two <laughs> touchdowns, and the defense went off. This was just a a bloodbath, and it, and kudos, you know, I've been killing Sirianni. If you listen to the Tired Eagles podcast, we've been railing on Sirianni. Uh, the entire city of Philadelphia has just been calling him a goddamn idiot mm-hmm. for the past uh, most of the season for not right. running the ball, <laughs> and then he just decides, "Hey, I'm going to run the ball," and 
it's it had Hot massive damn. dividends. <laughs> now certainly the Lions suck, right? But the mm. Eagles were kind of a, a pretty sucky team as well, and and certainly had some moments where they've kind of bottomed out. I will say this: they have beaten bad teams, and if you look at their schedule upcoming, there are a lot of bad teams. There's a lot of one win and two win teams yeah. on their schedule, so. I think there is hope in Mudville uh, for this Eagles team. There was some concern about the the uh, watering and fertilizer analogies. Did he lose the team? I I just basing on the effort I saw today. And again, granted, it's it's against the Lions, but bad teams mess up games like this on the road against a crappy team. They let them back in. They let it become a game. They stepped on their throat. They crushed their necks, and it seemed like the most. I mean, again, it is the lions. You have to preface every sentence with that. But what I really enjoyed seeing was that it seemed like the players responded. There was juice out of the defense. Yeah, There was juice out of the offensive line. It doesn't seem like Nick Sirianni has lost the team, which to me was the, uh, the biggest thing coming away from this game. Yeah, I guess the, the the salt I would throw or the concern I would say is maybe the Eagles are just a hyper efficient bad team that can beat other bad teams really well. Uh you right know, and, and Panthers, and Falcons, uh, Lions don't exactly make up a list of teams that you're throwing out there. No, no, certainly not. But maybe this team that beats bad teams will get some steam momentum. They have a bunch of bad teams left on their schedule. If you if you want to walk through it, we'll save it for the Dire Eagles podcast. But hmm. they have a bunch of bad teams on their schedule. So if they're just going to be bad teams, the bad team killers. Yes, exactly. Detroit's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Goff can't play anymore. I mean, I, I wanted to get this in, but you can't play him at quarter, quarterback anymore. No, it is, uh, and and you know, part of me realized that the Eagles were going to win. One, for whatever reason, they're good on the road. We both picked the Lions. I picked it uh, out of out of like a reverse like jinx, sending out of like a sending a message. I knew they were going to win though, uh, but I still picked the Lions and just just to teach him a lesson. You know, I think. Um, there really is something. Yeah. I don't know. There's something going on with, as far as uh, you know, Dan Campbell and this team, like it, you could tell they threw the kitchen sink at that Rams game and then coming home. It was just a very like down spot for them. This guy trying to get a meal. He's hungry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he is a hungry dog and he's starting to slow down. Titans 34 Indianapolis Colts. 31 Kramer. We were split on this one. My Titans came through not off to a great start. They were down 14, nothing, but I knew Carson Wentz would eventually give them the game. Wow. This was a, you know, Derek Henry couldn't really get much going. Michael Pittman had like an amazing uh, first half. And then the Titans finally uh, making some noise there in the second half. It was really back. It was really actually like a pretty good game to watch. They had uh Titans caught a couple of breaks. One Tannehill threw an interception. The guy returning the interception blew out his knee and fumbled it. They recovered it. That was a huge break slightly, for them slightly. And then Carson Wentz backed up in his own end zone throws one of the worst pick sixes I've seen. In a long time, it was a screenplay. It was like one of those double screens, and then he's like, he's doing this move where he's he's going back, he's going back, and then he just like <laughs> he he puts touch on the ball, and the defender just catches it at the two yard line, walks right in. 
it, the funniest part was there was like a discussion online. It was a tie game at the, at the time. There was a discussion online about how that was actually a smart move by Carson Wentz. What? And the, the logic was, well, the safety to get the ball back. If it's a safety, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever if, heard. If yeah, it, that's the dumbest fucking thing. If I've ever truly heard. the only two options were safety or pick six, no one was saying that, were they? Yeah. Oh, dude, there's a whole thread on oh, Reddit, okay. oh Twitter God. comments. No, you. The, and the, the other thing is. With screenplays, those are the easiest ones to throw the ball away. You just whip it at the receiver's feet. They never call intentional uh, grounding. I on like the numbers play. as much as the next guy, but get the fuck out of your spreadsheet. You fucking. It's not better to throw a pick six. The defense doesn't go. Oh, hey, great, great job, Carson. We've been doing a pretty good job today, but great job. Way to give them seven points. You fucking idiots. And Imagine then- betting Indy plus one and a half <laughs> and Minnesota plus two in the same week and having neither bet turn up a winner. Both moved greater than four. Screwed points. by two gingers, right? My closing line value is superior. Uh and then of course two it goes gingers. to overtime. And it was you know, the um the Colts get the ball first, three and out. We don't have to go through it little by little. I know oh, well, you won threw, a lot of he, money. He yeah. threw another interception in overtime. My stack was so on point for the first quarter and a half of that game. The Pittman, AJ Brown mini stacks were great. Uh, paid off big time. I just, the, I, I was so right. The line moved four and a half points for, and I still lost. Closing line value. Oh, if you guys like value, you got to head over to propswap.com. Check out the new site. Perfect place to get some value. And how do you get some value? Well, it's pretty easy. You uh, either buy or sell real sports bets, world series. Uh, that's been uh pretty wild. Atlanta just lost Houston back in it. So again, you people have tickets, either maybe you have one or you're looking to get in late at where you can uh, buy and sell these uh, baseball futures in particular. And of course, PropSwap.com. They know how uh, DGens love a little extra bonus, so they're doubling up your deposit up to five hundred dollars. Just go to propswap.com promo code SGP. Rams thirty eight, Houston twenty two. We were split on this one. I I maybe got cute with the Texans, although it was fourteen and a half. I don't know what it closed at. They certainly made things interesting late. Again, all in garbage time. The Rams were up thirty eight nothing. Houston twenty two unanswered. I felt like this is probably one of the early games I watched the least, um, but kind of keeping an eye on for fantasy. But uh, what's what's the takeaway here, Ryan? Uh, again, I think the most interesting stat coming out of the game is that Matt Stafford now has an, as many passing touchdowns this year as the Rams had last year. So certainly the passing offense on another level now that uh, Jared Goff sucks Island is uh, headed to Detroit. Yeah, I mean this. This is what I expected. Stafford is showing out. I think I did uh, see people complaining about bad beats in the Rams game, so I'm assuming some people got some horrible closing line value <laughs> of minus 17 and got bad beated by that uh, that that closing surge of Davis Mills. It sounds like uh, Tyrod could be back soon, so maybe this Houston team will uh, go from horrible to serviceable. I don't know. This was everything I thought it would be, right? They they didn't fall asleep this time. They they started fast. They ended slow. It was the opposite of the Detroit, Detroit game, but they they got out far enough. So, yeah, I'm seeing uh, some people in the chat said there were some sixteen and a halfs floating oh, around God. out there. So, again, that's uh, 
That's why you got to get in early on that kind of stuff. Cincinnati Bengals 31, Jets 34. Oh, Kramer, we just we got to toot our own horn on this one. We were all over the Jets. I mean, the 10 and a half felt pretty good for a big portion of the game and then go Oh man, they they got uh you know Mike White started uh playing really well. They cut it down and then Cincinnati they were still up and then uh threw an interception in their own uh side of the field. And then Jets got uh you know there there was one um what was it like um you know targeting type call that they got uh fortunate bounce there. But Mike White, really, we mentioned him in the rookie quarterback thing. He of course is not a rookie. But uh, he completed 37 of 44 passes for 405 yards, three touchdowns, and two ints. He is the first Jets quarterback to top 400 yards since Vinny Testaverde threw for 481 on Christmas Eve 2000. So I'm assuming tomorrow morning on Monday, uh, Colby will be coming in with a Mike White jersey. Do you know who drafted Mike White? Oh, that is a that's a great question. I have no Dallas idea. Dallas Cowboys. Really? Where Cooper Rush made the team over him. Ah. Mm, fun fact. Uh yeah, I we we discussed this on the pregame show, Sean. I said what uh team getting 70% or more of the action is most likely to lose. You said the Bengals. Mm. This Bengals team was playing like a team that needs to learn how to walk before they run. They may look and have the record of an elite team, but an elite team wins this game. Period. You can't look ahead to Cleveland. You can't look past a Jets. And it's the way they lost. An arrogant bubble screen trying to run the <laughs> clock out where the defensive lineman yeah. Manny Law he pick just tap throws it up in the air, picks it off. That that's the kind of shit that makes it just you can't lose this game. You can't lose to a Jets team with Mike White. You can't lose to a Jets team. The whole offense was checking it down to Michael Carter. Checkdowns aren't supposed to work in non-garbage time. A lot of questions to be asked of this Bengals team. And what's up with this Jets team? I mean, they they have a win over the Bengals and the Titans. I, I, what do you make? What do you make of them? They're they're just kind of an interesting. Oh, it was pretty. You know great. what they are? They're they're the sleepy uh, Big Twelve road spot. <laughs> These West Virginia. These teams, it's it's you saw it today. I mean, it was a sleepy start. Then the Bengals woke up, but then the Jets didn't quit. Everything you hear about Robert Sala is he's this great motivator of men. Yeah, perhaps that's true, and perhaps that's what you're seeing. These guys aren't quitting, and like for a team that is down and out, I saw a team that had hope because their quarterback wasn't giving the ball to the other team. I saw a team in the defense. Well, I didn't throw two picks, but the defense was. The defense was playing differently. Oh I, yeah, they had the, they had a juice to him, and they they asked Robert Sala. No Corey Davis. They um, asked Robert Sala if Mike White could be the quarterback moving forward. He goes, I don't know, man. Anything could happen. <laughs> uh, what a horrible answer for the New York media. But uh, you appreciate the honesty. Uh, someone in the chat asked, like, I can't get a handle on the Cincinnati team, and you know that's fair. But uh, I think I think the Cincinnati team. You know what the since they're new money. Right, their new money. Yeah, they don't learn, know. To, learn to walk before you run. They don't know how to handle being a good team. They don't. Oh, oh wait, we're supposed to also win this game. We just won a game, yeah. and then we have to win another game. Uh, like they don't. They're not quite there yet. They're that team yep. that flashes you. this year, and then maybe like next year they're yeah. going to make that playoff run. Um, they drive the home sandwich, with the Lamborghini. They yeah. make all this noise. <laughs> 
trying to show it off, not realizing that everyone else in the block already has the Lambo. They're the guy who made five percent on Dogecoin and sold it all. He's like, uh, mission accomplished. Yeah, uh, Cincinnati does not have diamond hands, and uh, no. but I I do think they will they get put up chili on spaghetti. I they mean. will get up for that uh, <laughs> that Browns game. Yeah, so that's, get, that's what they were looking at. Uh, exactly, Browns ten, Steelers fifteen. We are all on the Steelers so here, plus three and a half. I think it closed at like five. So um, the money line got close to two hundred. Yeah, I think when I put that parlay in, it was like one ninety, one ninety five. And man, this was just a great spot for them. Fryermuth had a, a pretty crazy touchdown. Uh, the best part is Big Ben clearly can't throw the ball, and still Tomlin. You know what? It really why I was really on the Steelers was <laughs> the news Big Ben's story. Only lost twice to the Browns in and, his career. And yeah, and, in and, his and, career, eighteen two and one, nineteen two and one. Now it's insane. And Bengals, his record against the Bengals is pretty uh, up there as well. <laughs> Even now, like with his arm, you know, falling off, and people considering the Browns like AFC contenders, still just comes in, gets the win. Super ugly. It was great. The game ended with just him just like launching a ball into the stands. It was. It was a perfect AFC North game, yeah. and the, these these AFC North ones always come down to a field goal. Take the this, three points. Yeah, the road teams stupid. have been great, and I felt so much better about it when when the line was moving up. Now that Baker was starting, because Baker is still clearly hurt or still clearly just not that good. I mean, I thought Case Keenum came in and played a really clean game against Denver. Obviously, I mean, could you say Denver is better than Pittsburgh? Worse? I don't this know. This is an ego thing. You can't like Baker wanted to play versus Pittsburgh. Yeah. So you let him play, and like Nick Chubb wasn't healthy either. I think this was just a clear case where the Cleveland Browns are still banged up, and for some reason, people thought that they should be laying three and a half. It's now, now if you watched only that one play that was that ended up being a holding play, but Big Ben running, scrambling the ball in. Where he started falling at like the three yard line, but made it in. I'm telling you, if you watch that one play, you're like, how does this guy? The the Pittsburgh Steelers won today without a functional quarterback or a kicker. Sean, I mean, Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin should win Coach of the Year. Just like if he gets his team above 500, Coach of the Year, and you could just you could just cut together. Like uh, they run the they run the stupidest ben, fake field goal of all time oh my God. to get their kicker knocked out of the game. <laughs> he got destroyed, and they go on to win by five. Okay, and technically, uh, someone some beat reporter I think for the Steelers was like, this actually should be roughing the passer because yeah, he's he becomes a passer, and there was a blow to the head. Like they really lit that kicker <laughs> that up. The, the poor guy, he's a kicker. Uh, fifteen ten. That was a that was an ugly game. Some again. Once the kicker got hurt, it was a game off. Uh, Forty nine ers thirty three. Bears twenty two. I I had the Bears catching four. Felt like a good spot. They were up. They were they were winning ugly. And then uh, Debo Samuel was like third and fifteen. He just broke off and and went for like eighty five yards. And that kind of opened up the floodgate. Too much uh, pressure on uh, Fields there towards the end. I still think San Francisco not a, not a good team. I mean, I maybe I'm just such a hater, but I mean Elijah Mitchell, he looked good. I, I'm still just not sold no, on this, Jimmy G or the. This offense. was just uh, second half adjustments, and Shanahan was able to out adjust a nagging Bears team. I, I think that's all this was. That combined with, I mean, 
Justin Fields moments were him like pulling shit out of his ass and not in the way that is sustainable. Like Patrick Mahomes, maybe it's only running. He can't go to a second read. He can't throw it down the field. He seems to have a decent ball from like 10 to 15 yards. He doesn't even have a good short ball. So I, I, I don't know where, where, where the bear, I mean, when you made the pick, I told you it was a shit pick. I know as much as I don't like laying four <laughs> points with Jimmy G just you know, I, I uh, like road favorite. Yeah. Jimmy G was just a red flag to me. And then not that I, I it probably would have impacted the outcome, but I did think um, Khalil Mack was going to play. I mean, Akeem Hicks being in was big, but Khalil Mack not playing definitely hurt their defense. And there's been moments where the defense has kind of looked elite, uh, but that Debo Samuel play was kind of the tide that turned him. Yep. Seattle Seahawks 31 Jags seven. I was on the Seahawks. That, nice work. that was pretty uh, yeah. easy. I mean, you know, I didn't, I didn't look at who won the million maker, but there certainly was an interesting build. If you had a um, Geno Smith, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, bring back with Dan Arnold, Ryan, that would have been pretty fun. Why I faded the Jags. Well, there's the Jaguars. It has been 686 days since the Jaguars last won a game on the road, the road win came against the former Oakland Raiders on December 15th, 2019, where they won 20 to 16 last game ever played in Oakland Coliseum. Again, this Jags team just looks completely lost. You want a fun story about this game? So we, we were watching it at some point in the first half. I said, is it safe to fire on Jags plus 17 and a half? In game, there's no way that that this, I tried to talk you out. This Geno team is gonna is gonna keep scoring points like this. <laughs> so twenty four nothing, and what happens? Fucking Trevor Lawrence drives down the field perfectly, gets the touchdown. It's a seventeen point. Urban Meyer down three scores, twenty four to zero. Opts to kick the extra point because <laughs> he's also got seventeen and a half <laughs> in game. Clearly, doesn't go for two. Well, and he's coming from college where they always had the option so to go for two. He can't even use that cut, as an excuse. Cuts it for, to twenty four seven, and I'm good to go. All that we have to do is the onside kick has to happen. The Seahawks have to recover it and then kneel the clock out. I've won my bet. What happens? The Seahawks return the onside kick for a touchdown, Sean. That's yeah. a bad beat. That no one's going to talk I had about Seattle it. Seattle defense in DFS. No one's going to awesome. talk about it because not many people <laughs> had the plus seventeen and a half. But wow, what a dagger! What a dagger! I mean, yeah, what, what, the, Pete Carroll was never going to go what four games in a row losing against this Jags team. That was a bad pick by me. My bad. Yeah, you know, it's a non-conference road spot. Teams coming off the bye has been uh, really, really. I bad. don't know. What I, I was really mad at Geno Smith. I think. <laughs> I think that's what it was. But didn't you win with the Seahawks? I don't know. I don't, whatever. I I just can't. I, I couldn't lay the points with Geno. It was a principal bet. I get it. The system was broken. Patriots twenty-seven, Chargers twenty-four. Easy it's a money. baby fucking wheel, man. Yeah, I was on the Chargers, and it it. I mean, they got out to a seven-nothing lead, and then other than that, it, it kind of felt like the Pats were. Pretty much in control the rest of the way. Uh, yeah, Herbert had a bad pick six. Seemed kind of lost. I I think the red flag is one. There's I kind of wrote it off a little bit. The the Chargers defense, like oh they're so talented, they'll kind of figure it out. Or mm, it's off. a scheme thing where they're letting them run the ball, and that's part of their thing. 
Uh, but really there's something going on with this chargers defense and offensive line. Like there was a bunch of holding penalties and uh, just a bunch of pressure uh, that Herbert was really getting lit up and kind of coming back to uh, why I, I, I'm pretty sure I was on the under for the chargers for the season. And we had uh, Eric, was it from uh, Pro Football Focus, and was saying like, you know, Herbert's numbers under pressure against pressure was just like kind of an outlier. He thought he was due for a regression, and now it's like, man, if Herbert doesn't play lights out, this team kind of kind of struggles. Don't overthink. I think this is just a Belichick game. He 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 did what he needed to do, and. Uh, yeah, I think that the key here is a the Chargers don't have a home field. Don't give them three points for home field, which they were clearly given in this game. And two, I think the Patriots are going to be a scrappy team as a dog this year. Period. If they're if the Patriots are a dog against a non like completely elite team, I think they're going to be a very nice bet. And then last thing, Chargers are still very live to win this division, and I think the Chargers are a great great spot to bounce back next week. Dog. We'll see, Ryan. Coming out all the way out to Philly. It's a long road trip. I mean, it's certainly not the situation you'd want. Chargers coming off a loss. Eagles coming off a massive win on the road. Road trip win. I will say this: they finally started running the ball, and that is the Chargers' weakness. So, yeah. If 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 Jordan Howard and Boston Scott, I mean, those guys were running hard. They were like what, hitting the holes. Was this one of the bad teams the Eagles can beat up on in their future I, I schedule? I, I mean. <laughs> I I don't consider the Chargers a bad team. I was more talking about the Giants, the Jets, the Got Redskins. It. Got it. Okay. They have seven games okay. or five games. Uh, so much hate this. in your heart. So much hate in your no, heart. No, but I mean, I'm. No. Do you think the Redskins are a good team? Uh, not at the moment. Well, they just lost to the Broncos in Denver. Coming back, baby. <laughs> uh, Washington ten, Denver seven. One of my other locks here, the Broncos. That felt uh, pretty good. <laughs> Probably, I mean, it really got interesting there because, all right, so it was pretty ugly game. You know, Denver was clearly kind of controlling slightly more, and you know, uh, of course, the Redskins signed that kicker, blew it. He missed some field goals. How do you find a kicker named Blew it? This guy, he was on Detroit, I think, previously. And how, how is uh, this not on our radar? He hadn't blown anything yet. No, he did, but I, I think it was, it was like just change your off. name. It was just written off because it's not he that was, hard. Change he your was, name. He was playing for the Lions. You can't be a kicker. Like I would, if I was a team, I'd be like, all right, but can we put a different name on? Like maybe a middle name. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta do something there. It, it so it was uh, seventeen ten. Heineke, it's like fourth down. He kind of just chucks it up into the end zone towards the end of the game. They get the interception. They start running it back. It's one of those plays like maybe he could have cut in the middle of the field and got more. Just kind of runs it out with the idea of like, hey, it's right around the two minute warning. Just gonna kneel it out. And then they did a horrible job of managing the clock. And then Melvin Gordon, who hadn't fumbled in like 500 carries or something crazy, he fumbled. They they got it at the Denver 25 with like two minutes ago, and then just. Fucked it up once again. So it was uh Washington football team needs a quarterback, Sean. And they kind of need a defense. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater didn't look great in this game, but they I I, I think that Washington defense is still pretty bad, honestly. Well, I mean, we see it, right? They uh they they popped up real high last year and they're just regressing back down. We expect the variance in the defense. Yep. Yeah, it was uh ugly game, but they got they got they got the job done. It'll do pig. 
Saints 36, Tampa Bay Bucks 17. We're both on the Saints plus five. Even I even got down on the little uh, money line action. I think it closed at like plus two oh five. Let's go, baby. With Trevor Simeon. How about that? I, I mean, when well, first off, my DFS lineup with uh Jameis Winston and Kamara, that stack in a in an alternate universe, Ryan, that stack is still scoring points because you saw the hunger from Jameis to eat that W like the guy was, he was running all over the place. Forget on the field. I saw off the field. Yeah. Look at him torn ACL and all he's getting down. Well, and, and it just don't forget like some of these division games, whatever it is, some teams just know how to play other teams. Yeah. And they picked off Brady twice. I think they also got a fumble off of him. My highest uh, scoring team was a Jameis team. No, I mean enough. that that lineup I gave out on the show, I had Godwin as the bring back. He did 8 yep. for 140 and a touchdown. Points. Uh Kamara, who he kept throwing it to Kamara. He and Jameis had 56 yards and a touchdown throwing and he had uh 40 yards rushing. And when he blew out his ACL, it's like, "Oh my god, damn it." Cuz you know he was go- he was going to go off. Uh Kamara ended up only having 3 catches for 15. Trevor Simeon pretty limited, but uh, you know, he came in there and got the job done and and looked pretty sharp. I mean, I'm not super high on him long term. It'll be interesting to see what they do at quarterback because it sounds like our buddy uh, Taysom Hill, he's coming back next week from the concussion. But then uh, do they play Simeon? Do they consider even going to Ian Book? Like, what do you do? Or I don't know. Or do you make a trade? Do you make a trade? Do you try and get Tyrod Taylor or Gardner Minshew or or one of these Tyrod other guys? Would Tyrod. Tyrod would actually be pretty good. He is like, uh, you know, when like Teddy Bridgewater filled in for Breeze, I could see kind of Tyrod having a, a similar role. Uh, you just need someone that can. I mean, honestly, though, Trevor Simeon didn't look bad. I, I it's fun to just rule him out, but what's wrong with that guy? No, uh, that's I, I'm. I know the team gets up when that kind of situation happens, but the Bucks have been just absolutely destroying teams. Yeah, and so I, I think Trevor Simeon needs a little credit. No, he played. He played. Uh, he played really, really. <laughs> respect Trevor Simeon. Respect. Put some respect on that man's name. All right, we got some uh, Monday Night Football prop bets coming up. Before we do that, want to shout out BetQL tonight. That's right. You like podcasts? Of course you do. That's why you're listening to BetQL tonight. And uh, again, it's, you know, people talking about betting, giving out winners, breaking down the action, or at least, you know, trying to give out winners. Results not guaranteed. BetQL tonight, high energy live destination for casual and hardcore sports fans alike. Who do we got on the show? Bunch of uh bunch of solid hosts. Quentin Mayo, you might know him from NBC Sports Washington. Ryan Horvat, twelve fifty AM the fan. Everyone knows the fan. And uh Trista Crick. I think she was on uh Barstool uh back in the day as well. Again, BetQL tonight. They dive deeper, giving you that edge. Uh very easy to find it. You got it on Audat Odyssey, Spotify. Or your favorite podcast app, Apple Podcast. Make sure you tune in to BetQL tonight. They've got the inside scoop. BetQL tonight.
Ryan tonight while people are listening. Well, most people <clears throat> got a big Monday night football game. Got to close out my third leg of my tees. Chiefs minus four. Mm. Feeling pretty good about that. But let's talk props. Giving out three props, a DGEN's only prop, and our first touchdown picks. Of course, I did hit Chase Edmonds uh, from the Thursday night. I, fe- I feel like I forgot to mention that. You have, you 14 did. to one, Ryan. Tout. Tout. Let's go. Tout. All right. I'll kick things off. My first prop bet give me Daniel Jones over 21 and a half rushing yards. I, this to me is crazy. Uh, Chiefs linebackers. Well. It's, not, it's not correct. Something's wrong with it, that. It number. seems like a pricing error, honestly. It, you know, and hopefully the win bet people don't uh, get mad at us for pointing this out, right? But I mean, there's been a couple games like Dallas and the Rams. Well, Dallas, he got knocked out of. And uh, the Rams, that was a bloodbath. But other than that, he's gone over this pretty easily, uh, Danny Dimes. And especially against this Chiefs defense with the the linebackers that they have and the the issues they have in the middle of the field, like I think he's going to be taken off a decent amount. And it seems like they're drawing up design runs for him as well. Hopefully, like seven eight carries is in the realm of possibilities. And even and if hopefully, a little worried that you do have Jason Garrett behind the wheel. What could go wrong? Andy Reid extra time to prepare, but he doesn't do he doesn't do much preparing on. Uh, on the defensive side. So you're also on the over 20 and a half. What's your second one then Kramer? I'm also going to take Daniel Jones to go over 36 and a half yards. Longest reception. Um, Wait, who longest completion? Sorry. Oh, okay. <clears throat> uh, Daniel Jones, it, this a, that the chiefs have been horrible. B Daniel Jones is one of the best, the, the still one of the league's better deep ball passers. And, and Tony will be back. Uh, John Ross, they've been sprinkling him in, especially I could see primetime game. Look for one of those strange, like play action, fake read options where John Ross is the deep target. Daniel Jones throws a good deep ball. Uh, I like this number because this defense has just been complete trash. I'm also taking uh, Patrick Mahomes over 19 and a half uh, rushing yards. He seems to this to me. And and it certainly can work the other way, but in these kind of must-win games, and yeah. it's crazy to say that this is a must-win for the Chiefs this early in the season. But I really think it is. If you look at the AFC West, if you look at the AFC in general, I mean, if they if they want to <laughs> they want to make the playoffs, they need to win this game. They're at home in Arrowhead, and in must-win games, quarterbacks like to run a lot. And again, this this number. Uh, I don't know. 19 and a half. He's gone over this every single game, except the first two games, the first game he had 18. And then the, uh, the game against Baltimore, he had three rushing yards everywhere else. He's over and, and by a decent margin. So I, I don't see this not being, I, I, I think this game could be a little high scoring and I just see him running around a bunch. Daryl Williams under 14 and a half rushing attempts. Mm. <clears throat> it's just too many. I don't think the giants uh, are going to play a scheme where they're going to let the the chiefs just run the ball down the field. I think we've, we've seen, they're going to, they're going to run this zone. They're going to have the linebackers lurking. And I, I think you, you not only have to win this game, if you're the chiefs, you have to get Patrick Mahomes, right? Yeah. And as much as I, I would, I considered throwing out the Patrick Mahomes uh, interception prop over a half interception plus one thirty. Uh, b- yeah, because a it's plus one thirty. B he's clearly shook, 
And and I don't know. He's, he's I I think it's I think he's just pressing, right? Like he. But it's off field stuff. Clearly, yeah. His wife <laughs> and his brother are clearly dynamic in some sort of relationship, and it's clearly they're, bothering they're TikTok him. TikTok husband and wife. And maybe this is old shit, and I'm just I'm just poking my head in for the first time. But it's a <laughs> it's a clear red flag. If it has been going on for a while, why have you not told me about it? I can't bet on this guy right now. I can't bet on this guy, but yeah, Daryl Williams under 14 and a half rush attempts. I, I also think, uh, you know, I think we're going to see uh, to your point. I, I, I think, I think Mahomes is going to get a couple carries. I think we could see uh, McKinnon back there getting a yeah. little bit of work. I, I just don't want to bet. Uh, the only way Daryl Williams gets over this number is if the chiefs go up real, real, they go up quick. They go up, they go up. I don't even know if they go up quick, if they can run the ball because their defense is so bad. So I I don't see a world where they're there. This would imply to what 20, 23 carries for the chiefs or something like that, which would be crazy. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. Uh, other one. I really like, you got to lay a little juice on this, but Kansas city chiefs, total touchdowns over three and a half. I mean, they're coming off a game where they have no touchdowns, right? As a man who loves yeah. regression to the mean? How does this not regress well, to the mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't going to give out team total stuff, but like, I, I mean, I'm in the same boat with like the Giants uh, to go over two and a half touchdowns for plus one forty five against this defense. Yeah, uh, maybe I'm missing something, but this seems like a clear, I don't know, clear over game. It's see, it, I, I just there's going to be points in this one. I, I don't know how they're. I would I would play. Props around guys catching balls and guys throwing balls. I don't know if there's going to be a lot of running. I don't know if I don't. I like uh, Booker. Maybe the yardage prop is intriguing, but anyway. Yeah, All right. I'm hoping Booker gets it done. First touchdown. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go Dejens only first run. All right. Hashtag Dejens only. My uh, Dejens only is actually an extra first touchdown bet. Noah Gray first touchdown. Guess what that price is. Well, I mean, I, it's either sixty-five or eighty to one. Eighty to yeah, one. I wrote it down oh earlier. I know. That's why I know. <laughs> uh, so that's my DJs only. What do you got for DJs only, Ron? Uh, we're gonna go Daniel Jones again. I think the, there's gonna be some offense to be had. Daniel Jones to go three fifty plus passing yards and only twenty-five rushing yards is nineteen to one. Only. Okay. Only nineteen to one for my first touchdown. This Chiefs defense? Are you kidding me? Daniel Jones twenty to one. Got to put that in there. Uh, give me Kadarius Tony at twenty five oh. to one. Just looking at my notes. Assuming he plays, which it seems like he will. Uh, Mahomes eighteen to one, and then my other chief is Mikol Hardman at seventeen to one. I like that you're playing the odds there. You're, you're looking. What you probably didn't know, Sean, is uh, after Tyreek Hill, after Travis Kelsey. Number three in red zone targets, it's Hardman. So I like the play. They're both at six and six and a half to one. All right. I'm obviously playing the quarterbacks this week for my chief. I am going chalky. Give me Noah Gra- or I'm just kidding. Give me Travis Kelsey. I the Giants, they're just not a team that knows how to stop a tight end. If they are around the red zone, uh, I like, you know, a couple other angles though. If you are going to take Noah Gray, maybe also spl- sprinkle the reason I wrote down sixty-five to one, the Belldozer, Blake Bell. Uh, he's got. He's been on the recipient of a couple of those yeah. shovel passes before, so I do like the angle of a tight end to score first against this Giants team. Uh, for my other one, I do also like Kadarius Tony. But if I was going to play something different than you, Kyle Rudolph is also sixty-five to one. They like the two tight end look when they're real close to the mm-hmm. red zone. 
Kyle Rudolph doesn't drop the ball and they have designed plays for him. So just something to think about. Yeah. And if you're not following uh, Noah Gray's uh, chief's career, two catches four nine yards this season, but one of those catches was last week against the Titans. So, and I can see Andy Reed, Andy Reed likes getting cute. He's got an extra day to prepare, drop some interesting goal line stuff. And that's where you, that's where you get some of these, uh, these wonky, uh, these wonky results. Uh, Nick Fortune, he said he has over six and a half Travis Kelsey receptions. I don't know. That's hard to that's hard to go against. They, but someone's gonna pop. If someone's gonna have a big game. It's gonna be Hill or Kelsey. I would put my money on Kelsey. Yep. And then he said, "What about Byron Pringle first touchdown?" Yeah, I don't mind that one either. You, you kind of just rolling the dice here. I Miko Hardman to me. The Chiefs' prices are so ridiculous for the receipt for everyone. I, I mean, honestly, the the way to play this game is probably to to look to maybe maybe play a third giant because of the crazy pricing. I mean, the the cheapest giant who's not Devontae Booker is Sterling Shepard at sixteen to one, and so you know obviously they think the Chiefs are going to score first. That's why it's like that. But you know. First touchdown. I honestly though, anytime. I mean, Michael Hardman, they also do some design runs to him, some jet sweeps. That's kind of why I found him interesting. I, I would also play the Daniel Jones anytime touchdown at plus three thirty. Okay. I know we're at past our limit, but uh, Ryan, you're giving out too many uh too many picks. I'll People be watching don't... the game, so I want some action on it, Sean. You know how it works. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna watch the game, so might as well get a bet down. Might as well get a bet down. Make sure to check out winbet.com. Plenty of good bets to get down in over there. Get that one thousand dollar risk free bet. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. And make sure you get your uh, review in over at Apple Podcasts for your chance to win free gear every Monday. Merch Monday. If you left a review recently, check out uh, Twitter at Gambling Podcast. Uh, I pull them every Monday and tweet them out or put them in the Slack channel. And you should be in the Slack channel anyway. It is a it is a wild ride. NFL Sunday. I mean, it's really a good place to hang. I'm usually too, like, you know, just too much going on for the NFL Sunday to sit there in the slack for most of the games. But the 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 island games, it's it's perfect to uh, have that open, see what people like live, see what everyone's getting down on. It's a lot of fun. So uh, if you haven't gotten in there, sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/slack for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green, and he is Ryan. Mm, do I say go Giants? Kramer, let it ride.